This is for the players. I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Josh Saunders. And this is for the players, the pop culturist PlayStation podcast over 40 years of playing PlayStation 8. Plus years in that games media combined. We'd like to thank you for joining us. For? In this PlayStation conversation. No, in. This PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 9am Australian Eastern Standard Time on YouTube and 8am on iTunes, Spotify and other podcast services. If you'd like to be a part of future conversations, please join us on Facebook, Discord, comment below. If you're feeling generous, join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash popculturist. Head over there, check out the tiers. There might be something there that interests you. If you are a patron supporter on any level, you can join us as we record this show live. And if you want to show the support for the pop cultures on your body, head to popculturist.com slash shop where you can buy shirts like that one. Not this one. Not that one. It's, well, it's a lazy day today. It's a long yeah. weekend. What can I say? Uh, we have some couple new designs up there, which are pretty nice and sweet. As always, thank you to James Perry from the Pixel Beast. Uh, what have I done? Twitch. We are also on Twitch at twitch.tv slash thepopculturist. We do stream there occasionally, which is nice. I thought I forgot my shirt, but I actually left it here. Yeah, I just noticed it down there. Yeah, I'm gonna leave it here, and we can always wash it and keep it all tidy and clean. Or oh, doesn't need washing. It's worn for like an hour a week. Yeah, but gets pretty stank in here, though. Are you sitting on it? Maybe. Oh well, then yeah, wash it, please. How are you, man? Swell. Very swell. It's good. Good. Swell. Yeah. yeah. I like you have. I think you've had the same kind of week that I have had, which is just yeah. It's just a week. It's just a week. Like not no major events took place. No. Nothing of note really happened. It was just a week. Yeah, I really can't elaborate. Yeah, same. It's just been a week of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a thrilling start to the podcast, mm. but it's really just nothing. Oh, yeah, you should go to the Young and the Rest of Speaking of Podcast to that. Oh, yeah. I know we promote that at the end, too. Um, but, yeah, no, it's the same. It's been... It's like, this is how we know we're getting old. It's just, okay, did you do anything? No. no. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's good, man. <laughs> did yeah. you do anything? No. Yeah, it <laughs> feels good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I played some Apex in my free time. I haven't think I haven't think either, either of us really played. Some, yeah, Apex and Fortnite when I had some spare time, and that's it. Yeah, Are you still enjoying the Apex though? Have they rolled out any updates or any improvements yet? Oh, they've done some bug fixes and balance changes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Nothing yeah. too major. No, nothing major. They put out respawn did like a big post. They're like, oh, we don't want to be. We don't want it to be the game where you've got to read the patch notes every single time you open the game up to get Fortnite. Mm. We want we want to extensively test our changes before we release them in a major patch instead of a hundred minor patches always like doing this. Mm. I can respect that. The yeah. game's not broken anyway. Well, yeah, because I, I assume they don't want similar things like Fortnite with their rocket launch that you could just infinitely climb on or whatever it was. Wasn't oh, there only rocket launch you could jump on it and then... Oh, you can rocket ride. Yeah. Yeah. No, they don't do... Yeah not wacky like that. no no but I mean like like that's a, a glitch in some capacity yeah. they've gone uh, no, right. there's nothing really game but not on consoles anyway yeah. apparently the PC Asian servers are full of hackers always <laughs> as is the custom as well, is tradition as a tradition <laughs> <laughs> uh, no I think their biggest pressing issue is uh, hitboxes mm-hmm. so obviously some characters are very large they're easy to hit some are very small more difficult to hit so that's they're, they're trying to figure out what to do with that. So everyone, everyone has the same health, same armor, regardless mm, okay. of size. 
And it's easier to snipe the big guy, Gibraltar, than it is to snipe Wraith, who's the little one. Mm. So, yeah. But it's still, everyone's playing whatever. It's fine. It's fun. It's good. I was going to say, is everyone playing the small peoples then? Or? Nah. My, all my teams are always varied. So, yeah. Very nice. I play one of the bigger ones. Hey. Mm-hmm. Role so Yeah. Yeah. No. Fantasizing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you were playing Metro when I got I here. I did. So I did, uh, you know, the original plan was to have this, this week be our Metro review, uh, which it currently won't be because, you know, I've, I, I've, I have... I did play a little bit this morning and I am enjoying it more mm-hmm. now. And I do feel that if we were to dive into, if we were to lay lay the groundwork down now as the review, I think it may be disingenuous. Yeah. You know, because it is certainly a game you need to spend the time with. Mm. Um, the more I'm playing, the more I'm kind of going, okay, there's another layer here that I didn't see. This, this, this. Mm-hmm. So there's no need for us to... To, to rush that review yeah. now you know because we, we do, you know, I was given a copy so if they do come asking for stuff I'll give them all the episodes of hey we haven't played it <laughs> just just cut every snippet yeah every 30 seconds and chat. all the com- all the combined thoughts which will end in a big old review probably <laughs> okay. in like a week or two right. I'm running a business yeah okay yeah so yeah Josh has gone into uh, full blown business business man. management business management oh. I never studied that but I'm doing it yeah, you did, still you know, alive red hot go yeah Nah, well, the folks are away on a cruise as of yesterday. Yeah. So I'm doing all the stuff. So I'll do what I can to I'll do what I can to try kick off that game as I can between now and then. Um, I have been d- t- dipping my toes a bit more into Trials Rising, even though we did lay down the, a lot of the details yes uh, last week. The game's fucking good. Looks it's good. just good. Looks good. Like I, it hasn't hit that tipping point of really hard yet. So it's enjoyable at this moment, at this moment in time. But I have unlocked three of the continents now. So as you span around the world and do more mm-hmm. challenges, um, there are some challenges that are a bit more difficult. It's like do thirty-eight backflips. I'm like, is there like four points that I can do backflips in this game, in this particular level? I'm like, right. <laughs> yeah. But if you do like six and stack, does it still count them, or does it go? Like- no, you have to land them. Because I, you said my brain, I, I'm still in that moment of. You can't make any mistakes. You have to get mm. to the end of it without making you mistakes. You got to get all the gold stars in the level. Yeah. 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 So, so that part's making it very tough. But it is, it's that unlike it's not a rage quit frustration. It's very much more of a. I can't do this. I'm, it's like it's kind of like, it's that it's that uh, that frustration that pulls you forward and keep wanting to nick, go give another go, give another go, give another go. So I'm not certainly not hating it. Thoroughly enjoying it, if anything. Oh, Other than that, I've been playing nothing else. It's been a very quiet games week. You need them sometimes. Yeah, I do need them sometimes. Oh, like, I, I, I haven't watched... Um, I haven't even watched much TV or anything during the week, like or movies or even much wrestling. Ooh. I watched the, I watched the shows that I had to, obviously, for, for Young and the Wrestlers, but like it's just kind of... Because nah, I got you know pay-per-view on Monday, so it's kind of keeping it on the, on the lows. However, last night, not video games related. I watched that Netflix documentary, Abducted in Plain Sight. Please watch it if you can, or even just the first like twenty minutes, because the it's all it's all a true story. I think I've heard, but about it. it's just a hot mess of like, are these people that stupid? Yeah. So the I so the, the ba- I'll give you the quick. Is this the one where she gets abducted like three times yeah. or something yeah. from <laughs> yeah. like the same? It's bloke. like twice, yeah. and then the the kidnapper also had an affair with the mum and made the dad jack him off once. Oh, huh. 
This guy sounds like he's got like <laughs> he's a master ca- charisma level ten. Yeah, he's a master manipulator and masturbator. Like mm. it's quality. He's not a masturbator. He makes other people <laughs> do it for him. So the setup is like obviously he he grew he got this infatuation with this, with the particular daughter of of this family. He lived down the road and he just sort of made his way into their fold, right? And then it was like, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna take you know Jen horseback riding, you know, because they're like, huh. It's the seventies. We'd even lock our doors. Sure, and then <laughs> take our child, strange take man. Take our child, and then, and then when they're in the car, because the the they interview the the, the kid that was abducted. Jim <laughs> just like they get in the car and he drives left, and there's like it pans to a big sign saying horse riding to the right. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. Like, I need to take the chicken out the oven. <laughs> like there are moments of that sort of just idea of what the. Fuck. So the woman said, like, the, the, she said, you know, we got into the car and he's like, well, best take this medication for these ho- for your horse allergies. She's like, I don't have horse allergies. <laughs> Took the pills anyway. Fuck, passed out. Um, it was like, so the, this was a Friday night, right? And there's come back and they, like, they had, like, so like, make sure you bring him back by, you know, by the end of the night or whatever. We, you know, we'll see if late Friday night. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Sunday, they're like, hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Mum's like, mum's like washing the dishes in the sink and sees that horse riding sign pointing to the right. She's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. she no, like but even then, and then it's like went from like three days to five days to ten days to thirty days. It's yeah. like a hundred days, and she's like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but like, the, uh, and then okay, so then eventually there's they eventually essentially escape to Mexico. He, she gets brainwashed the shithole the idea of like she's just drugged this whole time there's a little voice box next to her bed that's, he's telling her that there's aliens and you need to like fuck him to help save the species and shit like wow. n- everything I'm saying doesn't sound like it should be real yeah. but it's real wow. so eventually they get to they somehow uh, the FBI eventually brings them back to America and he goes to some local therapist or something right and the, just that yeah, no, no, the psychologist, right? Like not he, like prison or anything. Yeah, no, he was supposed to go to prison for like a couple of years, went for 45 days, not even. Okay. And then, so during this process, he goes to a psychologist who, in some psych, the psychologist, you know, was... Does he end up wooing the psychologist? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking her. Getting her to jack him off as well. <laughs> we were waiting for them to just make everyone jack him off. But no, like this psychologist who lost his license at some point. Okay decided to like <laughs> they thought that psychiatrist was the best choice for yeah, the situation yeah made like he made this tape of, it was essentially just like audio porno yeah. <laughs> and then the, this is how gullible and stupid this family is right he goes to them he's like hey do you mind if I hang out with the girls a little bit uh, my therapy you know my part of my therapy and they're like hmm you're in therapy for touching and abducting small children, so you have to hang out. Namely, one of our daughters. Mainly one of them. So you want to hang out with some young children, particularly one of our daughters, alone. Huh? <laughs> yeah, and that's what it is. Every time you talk to, every time they show the father, it's this weird line of he. I don't think he understand. I understood the severity. Like this documentary was years after, right? And he's like. Like, do you not understand what the fuck has happened, man? Uh, yeah, and then during this, surprisingly, to no one, the kid gets fucking abducted again. <laughs> wow. For eight months, right? There was a period of time for the, I think it was like six or eight months where he would be alone with the girls and even stayed the night four times a week on average. Wow. 
probably sounds like I'm not going to watch this. There are moments <laughs> where I'm like, I'm concerned about being a bad parent, and then I watch this, and I'm like, nah, I'm cool. I'm all right. You should watch it. It's really, like, it's yeah. baffling. Right. It's really baffling. I'll have to renew Netflix, though. Oh, okay. I'll give you my email. <laughs> you can't say that on camera. Fucking everyone else has it. <laughs> but anyway, there's nothing to do with PlayStation, but it's a really interesting and baffling documentary, though. Well, like, you could say his car was a PlayStation. <laughs> Wagon. <laughs> Oh, probably something shouldn't be joking about. No, that was the, there was moments where it got super real. I'm like, oh, I regret laughing. And then it cuts <laughs> to his mum being like, yeah, and uh, he touched my breast and I jerked him off a little bit. I'm like, what? <laughs> 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 and then it becomes not so like like baffle like just comes just stupid, like. <sighs> Anyway, this is the section we talked to you about you about the PlayStation news that happened this week in a section we call Inform the Players. In a surprise to absolutely no one, Death Stranding has fallen slightly behind Kojima Productions' internal planned release date, according to the man in charge. Hideo Kojima made the statement in an interview with J-Wave, translated by IGN Japan. Kojima explained, quote, It's common for studios to fall behind their planned release date, and Death Stranding is very slightly behind our initial plan, but not behind by much. Elsewhere in the interview, Kojima explains the nature of making an open-world game, means that he's constantly making adjustments and playtesting new versions. He also discussed the complicated nature of trying to explain a brand new game, because, quote, only, it's only visible inside me, and he says the new game is high risk. In other news, Hideo Kojima is being... Hideo Kojima mm. continuously and also water is mm. wet water wet <laughs> <laughs> no like see, this, it, this is it's such a weird sort of announcement it's like well we're running behind schedule like what schedule yeah you we, had a plan do you, ha- you have a date can we know the date we're not gonna see this until 2022 yeah it's still that's, a couple of years that's away. my that's my prediction yeah I'd say Just at least another two years given the track record you know but he's been given a blank check seemingly, so I just don't think it's going to be that good. <laughs> See, I think we talked about this before. Like, this is where I was like, I always thought I was a Hideo Kojima fan. I think I'm a Metal Gear fan. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't think I'm a fan of him or, or what he does outside of Metal Gear. Because like, I'm looking at this going, I, what the fuck is this? And I think... We've I'm, shat on people for doing the exact same thing. So mm. we can't just give him a pass because he's Kojima. Yeah. I have no attachment to him. I have no attachment to Metal Gear. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. So, you know. I, it's, I just don't think it's going to be that good. Yeah. And like, you know, people claim it's going to be a PS4 game. Not a chance. Not a chance. Mm. Not a chance. Game's years away. Game that's not he's years like, yeah. away. <laughs> well, he's like, our original plan was uh, 2025. Guess 2030 now. <laughs> Sorry, man. PS7 exclusive. <laughs> Number two, Days Gone, the upcoming action-adventure game from Sony Bend will include a roughly 30-hour campaign. Woo-hoo-hoo! 20% of it will allegedly be made up of cutscenes. Initially reported by German outlet GameReactor.dk via translation, Bend claims the game's main story will take roughly 30 hours to complete. However, Sony Bend has also reportedly stated there are about six hours of cinematics in the game, meaning they should continue... A re- they should constitute 20% of the overall campaign. The six-hour estimate was later confirmed on Twitter by Sam Witwer, who portrays the game's protagonist, Deacon St. John. Uh, Days Gone has also gone gold as of this morning at time of recording. Yeah! So, uh, there was some hands-on previews about, what, two, three weeks ago, if not if not a little bit longer, mm. and the, although the embargo on that did drop this week, so a bunch of people went to start spewing out information. Um... I'm still I haven't keen. Watched yeah, like I said, I, I'm keen. 
I haven't dipped into the previews too much outside of the people that I know that I've gone that I've spoke to personally. Um, it's more of like, I'm not going to... Which gonna, wasn't us. Which wasn't us. Hey, I would have done it. I would have flown up in a heartbeat, man. Um, so it was, that, it was that situation of, I'm like, all right, cool. You dug it, you dug it. Is it has, how to go compared to packs? It's improved. Beautiful. That's all I need to know. Don't give me the specifics just yet. That's all I need to know. General consensus seems pretty... Uh, positive more yeah. positive than I was expecting. like I am seeing some things being like it's nothing special I'm like that's fine mm. as in it doesn't have to be this groundbreakingly revolutionary thing like I'm happy I'm quite content with it just being a really good game that's got things similar to other games in it mm. so like I'm very stoked on it and knowing that it's gone gold as well which makes me very happy so we're about so as of recording we're 48 days away so it'll be 46 by the time you guys watch this Definitely seems so to have close. a higher focus on story than I initially thought it would. Which makes which, which is which fine. I'm super That's stoked That's on. Cool. Super stoked on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Six hours of cutscenes, pretty good. Because when I did see that, when I, when I originally heard that, I was like, ooh, ooh. Mm. But then upon reflection, I'm like, no, it's cool. Mm. Totally cool. I think The Last of Us might balance out to be roughly. That. I would say so. Maybe fifteen percent ish, but not too not too different. Like percentage wise, obviously not hour wise, because you can get The Last of Us done in about ten hours. But I cannot wait until someone and until this gets in the public or at least the reviews are, are out where people can see that is this isn't the last of us mm. and it isn't you know it won't be the last of us and i think that's that separation is important change of the internet's fickle mind that's it saying that i do think this may not this may be one of the lower scored exclusives to come out of playstation yeah. I'm gonna. I'm, Pretty, gonna, I'm, I'm presumably. I'm gonna yeah. guesstimate about 85. Yeah, which is still good. I'm, I'm, like, even though it's fucking 70, I'm still pretty stoked on it. Like, mm. I've played it. I'm keen. Cannot wait. Number three, PlayStation 4 firmware update 6.5 adds remote play and a region-specific 720p streaming option. Uh, the update now live and a new remote play feature was shared on the official PlayStation Twitter account, the accompanying iOS app, which is available to download on iTunes. Uh, as well as displaying PS4 screen on your phone, you can use the app to control your console, use it as a keyboard to enter text, and join voice chats using your phone's microphone. I've seen this going. It's pretty cool. Yeah, so I've downloaded the app. Except I haven't jumped into it yet. You can't sync a controller to it. That part's still balls. Which is a bit balls. That can also change. You get like a touchscreen. Yeah, so if, if for those of you that have, you know, heard about emulators on phones for old consoles, um, like the, the, the buttons are on the screen. Mm. Which is a little bit jarring because you always can lose your spot and that, that so those buttons are always present on the overlay of the screen. Uh, it's what makes playing Game Boy games on this really hard, like Donkey Kong. That's and the stuff. point I was making with the em the emulation, right? Really hard. Um, it's cool because like it kind of gets around the the triggery thing, but without getting around it, like on your Vita with your remote play. But we had a Vita for this. We did. We don't anymore. <laughs> Because, I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. I guess that's that sick burn, though. Like, well, the video's not longer in production. Use your phone, I guess. <laughs> Using non-Xperia, mm. I suppose. The Xperia was cool because you could plug it into your controller. Yes. And play it like that. Yeah, that was could. a cool idea. I think it will come. Uh, I, I think that control well, will come. Like, yeah. Why would it not be? It would make great sense. Just another Perfect dongle sense. to buy from Apple. Yeah. USB. Well, it should just be Bluetooth. It should just be Bluetooth. This is Apple we're talking That's about, true. right? It's very true. Peripherals are their thing. You say that like I don't have an Apple. What? <laughs> You're saying that like I don't have an Apple and understand oh, it how it works. It seems like I have to remind you. <laughs> <laughs> like, it should be easy. You have an Apple. Yeah, but it should be... Oh. <laughs> oh, wait. I don't know how often I would use it. Um, it's just a nifty It's idea. a cool idea, though. 
Because the problem with if you're in a one TV house, Mrs. wants to watch the TV, yeah. stream it to your phone, something simple like Stardew, or what, I don't think you're gonna be playing Apex or anything. No, on it. The, resp- the responsiveness. <laughs> yeah. I, I did consider. I'm like, maybe I can play Trials on it. Well, that'd be a good tester. You should try it and report back. Yes, I'll give it a bell, and uh, you'll you'll hear back from me cool. next week. Uh, a number of PlayStation 4 owners are allegedly experienced console crashes while trying to play Anthem, leading to an influx of refund requests aimed at Sony Electronic Arts. As reported by Kotaku, players are posting their experiences across Reddit, Twitter, and the official Anthem forum, detailing a problem which their PS4s completely and unexpectedly shut down while trying to play or close out of Anthem. When encountering, uh, in a quote from someone, I, I've got it here actually. <laughs> when encountering a crash or game error, sometimes I get booted to the main menu or out of the game completely to the dashboard, wrote Reddit user for the master. But twice now, when trying to match make, my PS4 has completely turned off. The thread and others like it are filled with players claiming to have encountered the same problem. The crashes, however, may prove to be more damaging to some, as multiple Reddit users allege their PS4s have been bricked following the anthem related crashes. Uh, and EA is aware and are looking at a fix. Uh, Sony is also. Apparently issuing refunds for digital versions, which, makes which total is sense. pretty if, unheard if it, of as it well. It is incredibly unheard of because there is no built-in refund system within the PlayStation Network software. No. Like you have to manually go in, you know, take your license away and give you the money back. It's yeah, like so like you have to process. call customer service and yeah. make it happen. So a good friend, Max, uh, he's been given it a red hot go. I don't know how he's been successful at getting the refund because he's been experiencing the crashes in mm. the same capacity. Apparently, because it's because it's a hard crash, it's classed as like an unsafe crash yeah or something which is can cause it detrimental to, to the console yeah yeah. We, yeah so if you get the blue screen and kind of like shuts down it's still a, it's still a hard crash but it's kind of not the same mm. but when your console just mm. like see this is a weird like the weird line here is i've seen on the internet it's like well who do you who do you blame do you blame ea or do you blame playstation for having an exploit like that mike it's ea mm. i have other games i have tons of games that apparently don't one of the anthem devs spoke to Jason Schreier and said and that it bricked his PlayStation yeah. and they've still launched it anyway. So this is like is this in a bug that they were aware of? Like what is this? Well, I can tell you Destiny and the Division and the Division 2 never did this. No, Despite look, all the better. bugs they had on launch, they never did this. So. It's very concerning. And there's always people so there's always people in the forums that are like, "Well, my experience has been nothing but good." I can't fault it. I've been having lots of fun. They're valid. Which is cool. They're totally valid. But that doesn't mean that other people aren't having problems. Yeah. So this, this is this is that weird spot, right? Like, is this a vocal it's, minority does affect, thing? Does it affect me? No. Peace out. Yeah. You know? Like, is this a vocal minority thing that everyone just happened to be yelling in the void at the right time? Like, mm. or is this happening statistically a lot higher? Mm. Don't know. I'm sure we will find out in future. But for we the will. moment, if you're playing on PS4, please be wary. Just don't. Play on your old PS4 if you happen to have two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, top selling games for week ending 3rd of March 2019. Ugh. Number 10, GTA 5. Number 9, Kingdom Hearts 3. Number 8, Dirt Rally 2.0. Number 7, FIFA 19. Number 6, Metro Exodus. Number 5, Star Wars Battlefront 2. Number 4, Lego Movie 2. Number 3, Red Dead Redemption 2. Number 2, Far Cry New Dawn. And number 1, unfortunately, is Anthem. <laughs> we going to do? What are you going to do? Not play it at all. Ever. <laughs> Unsurprisingly. Yeah. Uh, not much to say about that except Star Wars Battlefront 2 being number 5 uh, it was on sale yeah. uh, quick bits Dark Souls creator and from software director Hidetaka Miyazaki reveals he's got his eye on the Battle Royale genre <laughs> that would, would be, be an interesting. interesting one wouldn't it <clears throat> <clears throat> it'd be that right like if, if they use the same level of difficulty that can be found in in Dark Souls I would like them to see sorry I need, I need no, to no, interject 
instead of it being all players versus each other, I want it to be a boss gauntlet rush that everyone is individually trying to beat the boss. Uh-huh. And whoever beats the last boss in the gauntlet is the winner. Or you die and you're out of the content- contender. And then whoever and then whoever gets past the last boss is then in the arena to fight maybe the 10 of the 100 people that actually made it mm. that far in a free-for-all. So almost like a like a like a boss rush, like a tree, right? And then you everyone just bit like by bit the bosses taking them let, out. Let's say there's ten bosses. Everyone has to fight those ten bosses to get to the end individually. Oh, okay. But you're on like a maybe a timer, or if you die, you're out of the running. But then anyone who does beat the ten bosses then get put into like, you know, you're the best of the best of these hundred. Fucking sort it out yourself mm. with whatever weapons you've chosen to pick up along the way see because where i was going i like the idea a lot actually it's kind mm. of really cool idea i was thinking the, the, the best thing about a dark souls game you should, presumably it's a dark souls-esque setup combat, right combat setup. combat setup because from yeah. software have done primarily that um the big thing about like apex and fortnite is people don't play hesitant they go, ah! and they'll jump and they'll jump and flip and they'll get open your shit real fast Oh, yeah. But if everyone can take a hit, if not two, and you're dead, everyone's yeah. like, uh, uh. Like, it'll make a longer experience, but also make a more nerve-wracking experience. Like, yeah. the best thing about Battle Royale, especially when you, when you play, like, PUBG as an example, and you're, like, the last five, heart's beating, because any every movement is... is Potentially yeah. your last. Yeah, so having that, and you're all standing there holding big fucking swords, and you're looking mm. at each other just like that. That would Who's be that... Who's going to make the first move? It'd be that true standoff moment of, like, uh... Huh, oh, oh, shit! Uh. Yeah. Or even, even expanding intense. on it, on it, maybe adding some of the For Honor play style into it, you know, stances and mm. blocking and uh, could be cool. Uh, the HP Lovecraft inspired investigation game, The Sinking City, has been delayed from its original March 21 date back to June 27. Yeah. Well, fuck me specifically. <laughs> yeah, I Because the yeah. start of this year for me has <laughs> been fucking garbage. I wanted, I was excited for Anthem, nah, excited for Division 2, nah, excited for Sinking City, nah, excited for Metro can't get into it yeah fuck me she's saying that like we did have actually surprisingly we had an inside source on yeah, this one you did tell so me so I gave you the heads up about a month ago <laughs> but I don't believe it till it's official either so. yeah, yeah. Well, like, look we have a legitimate rival source here this and it, it's going. at the same time when all this coverage is coming out for it yeah you know IGN have articles and videos of gameplay and all that and it's like well, what did why fuck you yeah it's not an issue with uh, from one of what I, from <coughs> the sources that I have uh, it's not an issue with the game, is all I'm going to mm. say. Mm. Uh, Borderlands 2 VR adds aim controller support. Amazing. I was surprised I didn't have this to begin with. Mm. Um, like it works perfectly within Borderlands 2 as a game pl- as a game as with a gameplay system. Uh, although I never jumped on Borderlands 2 VR because like I don't play VR as often as I should. Mm. Um, <clears throat> interesting. It's a cool feature. And physical copies of the Division 2 will require a 90 gig download. You're downloading the whole game. Yeah. The disc has nothing. The disc is for show. The disc is just like, hey, I'll start the download for It's a verification process. Yeah. That's a bit shit. Do you you think this will become the norm? Yes. Yes, with our one terabyte standard hard drives. So you can have 10 games at best. Well, no, because you've got to leave 150 gig for the system. Yeah, nine games at at best. Eight. Uh, Fuck, eight games. And a half. Oh. You can download the multiplayer part of it, but not the single player part. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you just got a couple other ones. Uh, early review copies of Sekiro won't be sent out to press or content creators. That's fine. I no issues with that. Yeah. So I think they did it similarly with Dark Souls 
I cannot recall. Because the the thing, no, 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 they didn't do a worldwide launch with Dark Souls three. But what people love about the game is being in complete blackout and doing that blind run of the Mm. first time. You know, no spoilers, and even if you try to avoid them, you can't. You go to YouTube; it's in the thumbnail of a recommended video. That's not on you. Yeah, look, I'm. It's this weird spot, right? Like, I'm very happy that they're making this decision because obviously the From Software uh, fan base are huge and rabid and they don't want the spoilers. Totally valid. Um, So that's why content creators would be sketchy. Mm. However, in terms of press, you'd think they'd want to get a review out on day one saying that in order to battle those content creators, IGN and whatnot have been more than happy to pump I mean, walkthroughs and mm-hmm. videos. And they're, they're, they don't stray away from thumbnail spoilers either. Yeah, true. None of them. Spot do. on. Um, now, obviously, Bethesda do the same thing now and they mm-hmm. get fucking shat on. Uh, different styles of games uh, from software being the Japanese company. Like, this is what we're doing. Fuck you. This is how we're doing it. Yeah. And I can respect that. But saying that they could also heavily embargo it to give it to press and like, you can review, no footage, mm. nothing. They really like the idea of everyone getting it at the same time, and it's like everyone. Got, oh no no no! So I'm, I'm not arguing against that. I think it's probably the best. Yeah, no, that's just the make. point that I'm making. It's just that they could have also done it and just a bargain it up the butthole. You know what I mean? If they wanted to. Yeah. No. Doesn't well, change. Anything. You can't release first boss info for the first 24 hours. Yep. Second boss for you. Yeah, but that just seems like more work. We've had that, like when it yeah, comes yeah, to like Pokemans, right? It's like, yeah. hey, you can review Pokemans up to you, the first gym. Or yeah, yep. You know, you cannot talk about anything after the first gym. Mm. You cannot provide these specific Pokemans. Mm. Like they like very clear and strict guidelines. Mm. Um, yeah, they can do whatever they want, and I'm on the fence of getting it. Yeah, I'm now that Sinking City's not there. Maybe I will because I need. I need some. <laughs> I've been burnt so much. I need something. And Dreams PS4 beta participants have made more than 35,000 creations. Uh, so that's not 35,000 35, individual creators. That's creations. Mm. Still pretty impressive, though. Like, they have they mentioned about a, a line of quality? I'm just, I'm just skimming. Because I could make now. a thousand really <laughs> shitty things. Yeah. Not really. The most popular dream was Prometheus, which was played 6,800 times. Makes me wonder how small their beta test pool was. One interesting fact is that 1,900 participants used the PS Move controllers, about 10%. Uh, is there a mention anywhere in that picture about numbers and how many people got involved? No. Days editing, hours, collectibles, playing... No. no. So there's no mention of uh, yeah specifics in terms of how many people were involved in said beta, but it seems to be a, a, at least a mildly impressive amount. I'm sure it'll be okay. It'll be okay. I'll, I'll still play sure. it. Oh, that's it for the news, Ryan, as we have a chat to the players about e- EA3. EA3. EA not going to E3. Thank you. I'm like, I don't know where <laughs> I was going. trying to think of something funny. <laughs> uh, Electronic Arts has confirmed EA Play will return in 2019, including when it will take place. EA Play 2019 is confirmed to happen from June 7th to June 9th with the kickoff event on Friday, June 7th. But rather than leading with a large press conference, EA has announced it will skip the conference this year instead of replacing it with, quote, multiple live streams that will air during the first two days of the event. According to, according to the EA... According to the EA, mm. uh, the intention is to offer more gameplay to viewers as well as more insights from the teams making the games. Uh, yeah, they haven't said what's going to be available to play. And yeah, that's about that's so, it. That's so the, I, the conversation of this sort of stems around the idea that we're once again hearing of another 
studio or another de- de- development team, uh, sorry, or publishing team, not going to E3. Not doing a conference. Not doing a conference. E3. So they're still going to be there, <clears throat> but they're just doing their show floor thing. So uh, this sort of asked the question for us specifically was where uh, this is this is not a new discussion by any by any stretch but it's like is there a place for e3 anymore in terms of its trade show with its prep was it it's kind of a shame because e3 uh ea's conference is where we normally got the real cringy it's where we, we uh, the most laughs from they'll get someone in who's some star in a sport or something and just make like really bad or we're going to talk to some old ass soccer player for 25 minutes yeah yeah <clears throat> um so we're going to miss out on that unfortunately mm. Uh, I don't know, it just seems like, yeah, everyone's just like, this actually isn't that important anymore. We have, <coughs> if we need to push something new, we have content creators and Twitch streamers to do that for us, mm. like Apex. Do you think, because this information came out after Apex was launched, mm. and EA launched Apex in a really unorthodox way that they've never done before, and not many companies have done before, and it was... 10 out of 10 successful for that particular game mm. so you think like we don't need to do things the traditional way anymore and they may be kind of coming around and seeing a different perspective I, w- I think it's more of a testing bed I think it's <clears throat> it's that well, line I want to be there and get booed for Anthem yeah so A the bad the bad the current bad PR surrounding EA would make this an easy decision for them two having PlayStation be the first to step up and make that jump, everyone else can sort of be like, yeah, yeah we're going to oh, do they're not going, we're not going. Yeah. Saying that, the second that, you know, this, this I, there's this weird grey area, right? Is this the, the turn of the future? Is this where everyone, like all E3 will slowly be dying? I don't know. I don't know. I, I would... Only because I say that, like, this year, no one's going. Mm. It's not that no one's going. Two companies aren't. Yeah, but you mean like, companies. so PlayStation out, which is a mad hit, mm. um, so EA will no longer be a, will no longer be going as a as a presentation this year. So you know PlayStation aren't going at all. Mm. So EA are going sort of, mm. uh, and then you've got Microsoft who's going there for you know all whole hog. So uh, we assume Square Enix will do another disappointing video. Um, you know, Bethesda, there's no confirmation of whether they're going, but once again, under the bad press, either they go there and need to impress or they don't go at all. Ubisoft? Like, Ubisoft will likely be there again because they, they're pretty consistent. And Nintendo will do their direct. And their conferences are getting better and better and better. I think Nintendo will do something a bit bigger this year, seeing as they've got the new things that Reggie stepped away and they've got the new guy there. Mm. I think he'll want to maybe try to make quite the positive impression. Uh, yeah, but I, th- I think it'll just be an awesome direct. I don't think... Uh, they'll, they'll yeah, no, but he'll be, hev- he'll be featured oh, of course. Yeah, a yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah. In it. And his name's Bowser, for Christ's sake. Yeah. Did you see the picture of him with like Mario and Luigi tied up yeah, in the background? Yeah, that was That's awesome. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you think e- e- uh, E3 is dying? Or is this just no, a... Saying E3 is dying is just... I'm not being hyperbolic. It's hyperbolic. Did you say I'm not being hyperbolic? I said no, I know, I know that I know it's hyperbolic. Oh, I thought you said I'm not being hyperbolic. No, I'm like, well, you are. Yeah, <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> no, it is. it's not. It's just a sign of the times that it's not as relevant for what it was. Mm. It's like it's having an identity crisis. It's like, what is this show actually going to be from here? Because what it was eight, ten years ago is not relevant anymore mm-hmm. people have a thousand different ways to find the information they want see the games they want and get you know and so i just think they need to figure out what they actually want to fucking do with this show yeah and yeah step it up because nintendo does a direct whenever the fuck they want which they can do which is cool playstation have psx presumably 
presumably, but they've been doing it. They haven't missed a year, have they, since they started they doing it? They missed last year. Did they? No, they didn't. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they did. Because that, that, that was the sick burn of you're not doing a PSX and you're not doing uh, mm-hmm. you're not doing an E3. Yeah, you're right. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I wouldn't actually mind seeing each major company just do their own thing when they feel like they have enough to show to make yeah. it worth watching. <coughs> Which is essentially what Sony was doing. They said, we don't have enough to show you at E3 this year. Presumably they do PSX because they'll be like, here's heaps of cool shit PS5. that you wouldn't have had five months ago because yeah. it wasn't ready to show five months ago. Uh, and like I said, Nintendo do whatever they want whenever they want. It's like, hey, we've got a new game coming out. Here's half an hour of stuff. You know, like a mini mm. press conference on the game. Microsoft seemed to be the only ones who were really like, we're still going to do it the traditional way. Well, I think they're, For now. I think they're just capitalizing on that empty space. Mm. So like, certainly not... Uh, a, a bad thing so for me i think i'm very similar with you i do believe that there is this transition period going on right now where that older style presentation is going um although which is it's a bummer for me it's I, still an enjoyable i watch. loved watching whether what you take away from it like whether you think it's worth the time or you think there were shitty announcements it's always an enjoyable time it's it's that it's the best and most fun part of the year it's the for community being a gamer. everyone's watching yeah. it everyone's having a laugh you know everyone's occasionally blown away by something yeah, we're all we're all enjoying the hype we're all enjoying the lows like it's that awesome sense of community as a whole um with the change in times though it kind of makes sense so the biggest thing about the conferences or the trade show aspect of it is for them to show what they're doing to their shareholders mm to the gaming community as a whole to those traditional outlets who would then go and share that information right mm-hmm. where with that change in in landscape where you know you, you all uh, <clears throat> e3 also showed off to the masses as in to the new york times and news outlets so there are a lot of news outlets would run stories about e or from e3 right mm. they're not important anymore mm. comparatively yeah so like it makes sense for them to sort of hone that message on the people that want to see it um but it can't also be just another convention because yeah. there's enough of them and they're all the same enough as they are you know so i don't think it can do that either see that yeah that was the thing that ma- that made e- so with the last what two years when they shifted e3 to becoming a more than just a journalistic endeavor it's also a, a you know public event um, I understand why they did that because journalists weren't going anymore because yeah. they could just do it from the comfort of their own home or they would be invited to studios directly. You know, all these things. So that was decline there. So they're trying to recover from an already decline. And if anything, all they've done is rapid that decline. That's all mm. sentence. That's what you're saying. You know, as in by having the open to the public, it's just declined quicker. It's instantly taken away the, the luster yeah. of the show. What made E3 different is no longer there mm. so the pre- the conferences were always the big selling point for e3 if that if the if that is in fact declining journalists less journalists or press will be going therefore those conferences were always press only anyway you had to be invited to those conferences so and you can't just let the general ruckus into those conferences because it'll just be too rowdy yeah it muddies the message it changes everything what they want to do you'll get the booze and all Mm. that kind of stuff which it's it's meant to be a pretty professional Mm. setting 
the traditional conferences. And I think just letting the, you know, the G, G-pop come in, Gen Pop, it'll just ruin it, I think. Yeah. Saying that, though, like, if they do move to this more uh, digital delivery system with the idea of your directs or your well-cultivated cult- well things, there it does lose a lot of its humanity. Mm. There is a humanity that comes with being on stage, showing it, having it crumble, having it fail, or being willing to or take that risk and doing it. Was it year last year or the year before last? Where like they these two indie devs did a presentation and their mics were still on. And she's like, "We fucking we nailed it." So you don't get you know? that. Like there's a such a human aspect to one on one or one to the masses yeah. delivery because it's not high shaky, edited. Hearing the shaky voices, <clears throat> you know, seeing them sweat a little bit. Yeah. But like then seeing a, the smile at the end of there it is as a well. genuine beauty to that, yeah. and having that be lost is just kind of adding to this cold nature of the internet. Mm. Like you know, we're more social than we've ever have been. However, we're more lonely than we ever have been. Oh, you'd put that on a shirt. Yeah, <laughs> and like, and part of that comes from that. There's, there's from a Reddit that cold sub called, disconnect. There's a Reddit sub called "I'm 14 and this is deep." That'd be a quote. I'd yeah, yeah, hundred percent. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't trying to be profound. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, that's there is a coldness that comes with having everything digitally and not in yeah. front of people. Um, so I think as they make that shift, we'll lose a big a big part of the community driven previous nature of E3. Mm. It's a shame. Yeah, damn shame. Wait and see. I have to wait and see. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just thinking. Like, I'm just trying to think more about it. And like, what? It, what other the? You know, I'm trying to. I'm trying to be devil's advocate to my own, my own thoughts here, and be like, what? You know, what about Why? this? What about that? I don't know because it's good to have that flesh that argument. I suppose. But we did that. We did. I think we did. Hmm. Yeah. What do you think? Let us know uh, your thoughts on E3, and uh, so you know whether you think it'll be be going, staying. So I did reach out to some of our community members early this morning, like hours, but not even hours before we were going to record. So we didn't get a whole lot of responses. To um, be fair, I <clears throat> couldn't confirm if we do this today or not. So yeah, yeah, we, we weren't able to confirm. So that's fine. Uh, so Simon Blackburn uh, jumps in. He says E3 as a physical show will scale down by 2020 and switch to a completely digital event by 2022. The digital only format could allow people to cut line weights for playing demos, etc if they do happen to release all those demos online instead which I don't see that I don't see that happening um, the last part I wouldn't the, mind it de- it would be bu- it would be brilliant absolutely brilliant or giving out codes to streamers influencers media to give out to, to download da- download like rather than having a free a free like a free blown demo mm. if you have it on the you just put on the piercing like hey your press here is your code to download the demo play it let us know what you think whatever like that removes that that horrible waiting in line and mm. then playing in a confined Someone space breathing. and there's fucking yeah. lights and there's music everywhere, yeah. you know, which is what those floor shows are. That would be a that would be a great way to go about it, because that way you could get it in the hands of those that can't fly internationally. Like so, say there is a like a, us, yeah, like us, <laughs> as an example. So say there is a new game for. Dragon Ball Z and there is a mad Dragon Ball Z streamer who has like millions of popular you know he's a very popular YouTube content creator he doesn't have but because he's so niche he doesn't have the luxury he can't make it to E3 send him that demo code to this new Dragon Ball Z Z game Dragon Ball Z Dragon Ball Z massive right like that is that like that's that's audience targeted marketing in the best possible way you're putting it in in the hands of the right people the concern of that of course is that guy loves Dragon Ball Z. He, he could be the, the harshest critic. 
Mm. Or he could also be just jerk, jerk that game stick for a while. That's just up to them to decide. That's true. Uh, and Zach Jackson from Well Played. Uh, if you, speaking of Days Gone, though, if you want to go go check out wellplayed.com.au, they do have a awesome little write-up um, from Days Gone. Very nice. They went, they went hands-on with it. Lucky. Zach jumps in and says, Sony will have a dedicated event to announce... The uh, to to the for the announcement of the Porsche Challenge PS One remake, and it'll be the first game on PS Five. Um, Jack is spot on. Uh, sorry, Zach. Oh, Zach Jackson is spot on. Yuck. <laughs> <laughs> Car games. Very time. But yeah, E Three is later in the year, man. It's not for a little while. Sure isn't. Here are the games you can play this week in a section we called "Coming to the Players." As always, we do just straight up read the drop. Um, and heads up this the US is drop. US drop so not all games will appear on your U- U- Australian system just yet new PlayStation games for March 12, 2019 the Arkslinger PSVR digital Blood Waves PS4 digital Gross. is the that Lara Croft in that picture? it is not it's a very Lara Crofty looking be. person it could be the Caligula oops Caligula Effect Overdose PS4 Digital Retail Dissidia Final Fantasy NT Free Edition Hey free What was that? PS4 Digital The Division 2 PS4 Digital and Retail Read that description for the the Division The fate of the free world is on the line in Tom Clancy's The Division 2 Lead a team of elite agents into a post-pandemic Washington DC to restore order and prevent the collapse of the city Gold and Ultimate Edition is available on March 12th. So if you do get those editions, you can play three days early. Ghost of a Tale, PS4 Digital. One Piece, World Seeker, PS4 Digital. Rico, PS4 Digital. The Wizards, Enhanced Edition, PS4 Digital. That's it. Very quiet week. After the bonkers that was February, it's kind mm. of slowing down. Obviously, the top pick there is Rico. <laughs> Two cops, one case, nearly 24 hours to take them down. Face off against criminal gangs in an exciting procedurally generated action movie FPS. Join forces with a friend online or locally and take down those crooks in true buddy cop style. And The Division 2 is also out that week. <laughs> well, you're not keen for Rigo? Not now. Ne- I am now. Yeah. Um, I wasn't initially until that's you read it out. Now, now I'm keen as hell. We're considered influencers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to get 20 more sales because I read that out. Yeah, I hope so. That PlayStation conversation happened on a Monday morning at 9am Australian Eastern Standard Time on YouTube, YouTube and 8am on iTunes, Spotify and other podcast services. If you'd like to be a part of future conversations, please join us on Facebook, Discord. Comment below. If you're feeling generous, join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash popculturist. Head over there. Check out the tiers. There might be something there that interests you. If you want, to, if you do support the... Uh, blah, 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 yeah. <coughs> We're having a really <coughs> off day today, aren't we? If you do support the Pop Culturist on Patreon, you can watch us record this show live. If you were so inclined. And normally we give more than five minutes notice, but today we didn't, so there's that. Uh, we are <laughs> shit. We are so, if you want to show the last pop culture on your body, hit popculturist.com slash shop. We can buy shirts like that, as well as some brand new designs. Uh, particularly, we have a new Popsy logo uh, mock-up that's very similar to the WWE Attitude Era sketchy yep. logo looks mm-hmm. fucking mint mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. thank you from James Perry from Pixel Beast once again uh, and of course we are on Twitch twitch.tv slash the pop culturist and if you do want to listen to something cool uh, while you're at the po- those podcast services giving us some five star reviews helping us get up in those uh, rankings you know five stars reviews like they, they talk PlayStation thank you that's the most yeah. generic fucking t- review you could <laughs> give us 
He held my boob while I jacked him off a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> like, did they talk about PlayStation and that one documentary very specifically? <laughs> but yeah, no, we are there. So while you are on those podcast services, might want maybe you should go check out The Young and The Wrestlers, the Pop Culture WWE podcast. Perfect uh, podcast if you hate me but like him. Oh, yes. It's very specific. Uh, that's also very specific and very mean. Means very mean spirited. But we did also make the new and noteworthy section again this week Ooh. with Young and the Wrestlers. Did it? Did it convert to downloads? No, it didn't. So, <laughs> what's the point of that section then? I don't know. I was like, well, FTP's never been there, but apparently it means fucking nothing anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so if you want to go tell some folks about the wrestling goodness, it would be much appreciated by us. Or four players as well. Like, tell, fucking tell people Because we are on the road to episode 100. We are on, this is what, 94. And mm-hmm. as of right now, we still have nothing planned. So, um, you know what? Keep those expectations tempered. Because until next week, I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Josh Saunders. And that was for the players. I feel like if our listeners have learned anything after 94 episodes, it's to keep those expectations tempered. That's right. That's what it should be called. Ex- ex- tempered expectations, the <laughs> pop culture position podcast. PlayStation. We may, we may have to re- yeah, we may have to rebrand. I can make, I can do that. I can make a new picture, I suppose. Tempered expectations. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm game with it. See you next week. Bye.